Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. pronounced. So, regardless who wins, we're going to have a new champion, some of the new community. So, I think that's a good thing. As much as I like to see the old faces kicking about, it's good to have some new players or players maybe not. They've not really. I can't remember any of these names been going deep in any competitions the last year or two. So, no. this is quite good. So, we'll see you in the next two weeks while the new champion. And then, obviously, after that, as you know, I can't help myself. There will be a new cup getting into this shortly afterwards. A lot of people swaving the cup actually because you're actually in it for longer because it's not like a straight knockout. But anyway, I digress. Next up is our own league. So there is no change at the top. Yoshi's bus driver, number one, 654 overall. Sex drugs, Devante Cole. That's Greg the Well fan, number two, 69 overall. And up to third, Samuel Michael Fine. Now that's how I do ring a bell. There's quite a lot in all the cups. Lawrence in the machine, 622 overall. So before we get to our scoring rank, I think it would be remiss for me not to mention <laughs> last week's scores on the other podcast. I'm sure you've all heard that. Dory tweeted that as well. Peter got a wild card, probably the best, probably the best wild card I've ever seen in my life. Probably, I can't make it, 110 points in a wild card. Uh, Evan kind of landed. Could have, uh, pretty disappointed to a podcast on it. But I thought about it, Tom, the podcast was before the Ross County game, so... It wouldn't have actually, I would have been all hopeful but it didn't happen, but Evan landed perfectly. I mean, goalkeeper laid low 12 points, Tavernier captain 12, Brown 5, Beck 6, Raskin 10. The only flaw probably flying out was Hattati with 3 points, but I don't think they play some. Kelly 7, O'Reilly 11, Armstrong 12, Seema 16, Burahashi 16, Vice. That gave me a rank rise, or oh, that gave me 700 places or something, like 600 places up to 31st. But that was last week and his Donny said off podcast, you'll look at your last game, mate, so we'll get this score. So we'll start from bottom to top. Tom, score and rank this week. Um, so I got 59 points this week, and my overall rank is 327. Uh, looking at the points, I had Clark and goals for nothing. Uh, back line of Brown, 1. Tav, 26. And Dabba, nothing. 
midfield of Palma three, Armstrong eight, O'Reilly four, Kelly two. Uh, up front had Sima two, vice captain Furuhashi two, and Murray eleven. And then you see what rank would you say the three hundred and three hundred and twenty seventh. Right, but we're all in the right direction. Okay, Dory up next you. Okay, so I got sixty five points this game week. Uh, starting goals, I had Hemmings for seven, Casey for four, Captain Taft twenty six, Scales five, O'Hara two, Boyle three, Armstrong eight, O'Reilly four, Kelly two, Sima two, and Vice Captain Kyogo two. So that's sixty five points of the week. Global score is six oh three. Last time I spoke on here, I was six oh four. I am up five hundred and twenty two places. I am now eighty second. So. Okay. Certainly heading in the right way for me. Top 100. And this week I scored 54 points. That gives me a rank of 35, so dropped four places. That was help. That was actually helped by Tav on Sunday because I dropped you alone that. So I had laid long goals for minus two points. So he's heroics last week to this week, but that's what happens again. Brown, one point. Captain Tav, 26. Beck, again, another return, six. Palmer, three. Armstrong, eight. O'Reilly, four. Kelly, two. Raskin, two. Seema, two. And vice-captain Furuhashi too, so a pretty much mad game week, but no rank really to talk about. So we'll go to the results, and we'll talk through some Tom stats, because the game week is midweek this week, so this podcast should get to you before hopefully deadline. If not, then just enjoy our usual nonsense. Right, let's see, the scores of the last week was... Saturday kick-off with St. Mern 4, St. Johnson 0. That was obviously the Steve McLean's last game in Charles St. Johnson's, another managerless club. Motherwell 3, Ross County 3, Livingston 0, Dundee 2, Hibs 0, Celtic 0, Kilmarnock 2, Aberdeen 0 on the Sunday, and Rangers 2, Hearts 1 on the Sunday. So, Tom, over to you. Yep, so first one I've got, Hibs 0, Celtic 0, obviously not a lot to report here. Um, James Forrest hit the woodwork, and that's probably Celtic's closest chance in this fixture. Um, Hitati obviously out, and there's talk of him being out until the, the new year. Um, and more of that's kind of came to light today. Uh, so need to those those that are still hanging on to him will probably need to think about a move there. I think a lot of people ended up doing Hitati to Palma this week, but unfortunately it didn't pay off. Uh, Hitati has been a bit frustrating this season. Um, however, um, he looks to be a big miss with those moments of magic that he seems to produce. Um, so it will be a concern I don't really fancy Turnbull, so uh, Celtic attackers perhaps one to keep an eye on. In terms of Hibs, um, they've been lacking attacking-wise. They've only scored in one out of their last four games, which was the Edinburgh derby with Ellie Ewan, uh, bringing back a draw with in, uh, with Hearts for the, the 2-2. Um, the defence uh, has some promise um, outside of Celtic and Rangers. Uh, their joint top, top with Hearts and Dundee with four clean sheets so far this season. Uh, Obita seems to be the cheapest path into the Hibs defence at 2.6 million. He's playing at left back and may offer some attacking returns as well. We've got Lewis uh, Miller on the other side. He's 0.5 more at 3.1 million. He already has one goal and one assist this season and he's actually the third highest scoring defender in the game. So perhaps um, if you're willing to spend a little bit more, he'd perhaps be the one to go for. Um, that's about it, really. Peter, did you did you watch the the snooze fest? Yeah, it was a bit of snooze fest, wasn't it? That was the definition of a, a European hangover. All adrenaline for the Atletico game, and then to the dullness of that. Uh, 
Fantasy-wise, yep, Hibs do look more solid at the back. Uh, I don't know if we were playing it last week at Ibrox, missed this game when they came out, and as Dory actually called it, Hearts and Hibs would come out and play football, and that would suit, and it did. And it obviously looked his lesson last week, tied up at the back. And if they can keep Kiss going forward, because he seems to have a, a decent way of looking at this defence, kind of playing defensively, then I think, yep, uh, option at the, the back would be good. Also, he seems to know what he's doing, this manager. I, I know it's early and he's rain to say, oh, they could be doing this, but they do look like they're going the right direction under him. So I don't have any Hibs assets right now, but they've got a blank next week. So after that, if we see how they go on in the this get midweek game, how they go on in the cup, we'll see. Might we may maybe looking to make inroads in there. Celtic wise, uh, poor performance, I suppose. Didn't get beat, kind of complain. I thought for a, a ten minute spell on the Sunday, they'd actually widened the gap. Until Raiders crazy fun by <laughs> one of the game weeks, but it didn't happen. On the Hatati front, Palmer okay didn't look great, but if you're looking for alternatives, it's going to be who actually cements that third midfield spot. I believe it's going to be between Iwata and is it Bernard? How say Bernard? What's his name? Is it Bernardo? Bernardo. Bernardo. I don't mind. I keep on wanting to say Bernard. Even what's actually guy. But anyway, and talk online from the kind of tactic heads was that whoever comes in might actually play in the base of the midfield which would push McGregor forward. So McGregor might be the one to go for if he's playing in a more advanced role. That's what he can try on, especially tomorrow night. So Cal McGregor might be playing further up and he is another one that's never going to get dropped. He's a captain, so he might become the viable midfield option. So something to keep an eye on for that point-wise. Fact of that, yeah, the game mm-hmm. was pretty boring. Donnie, can I report on? Yep. Donny, what's your thoughts on this one? I like the use of the phrase European hangover. If only Celtic had a big enough squad... Um, such a shame <laughs> <laughs> but no uh, you know it felt like drop points um, on Saturday evening but it certainly doesn't feel like that on Sunday evening it was uh, almost felt like they were going to extend their lead but we'll talk a bit more about that later uh, I was travelling home uh, on Saturday afternoon so I was trying not to look at the scores because you know yourself the more you look at it the more it's likely to change so I was very pleased uh, to see a, a second nil nil of the season for Celtic uh, Fantasy-wise, uh, clean sheet was nice. I don't think anyone else would have got much from this game. Kyogo with another blank. Um, I know somebody's asked a question about Kyogo. I don't see it as concerning myself. I think uh, stats tell you you're probably going to have to stick with him. So for me, Kyogo, Riley Scales, I'm happy with that trio. You're talking about other players in the midfield. It chopped and changes so much. Palmer looked like he was going to be uh, the next big thing, but he's gone quiet, so it's just to see who's next. Fixture-wise, Hibs actually do play uh, game week 12. I know they've got the Cup uh, at the weekend, but they've got a, a, a game the following week, so they do actually play. And the fact that they've played Rangers and Celtic now will mean they've got a good run. So the manager does seem to have um, a bit more tactics about them. Okay, Rangers hammered them, but you know, these games happen. Um, so for me, I think defensively is a team that you can look at. I've still got Boyle. As, uh, I had to make a change defensively. I think this Ross County game will be his last chance. I think if he can explode, then fair enough. If he blanks again, then I'll just get rid of him uh, for like a mother one midfielder. So that's not a problem. Uh, Celtic, they've got St Mirren next, which, you know, St Mirren are playing well, tough team to beat. Uh, and then a couple of easy games, Ross County and Aberdeen. So it's just one of those weekends. It's very few and far between. Celtic dropped points, Rangers closed the gap. So I will certainly take that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Surprised Peter didn't mention Boyle with his uh, keen <laughs> nose. Uh, no, well, this obviously is going to say on Boyle. 
he keeps on he keeps on changing where he plays him. He plays him out the left yeah. and plays him behind the striker. So he's not nailed down. Ideally for us, we want him playing in that ten role where he always played and becomes a second striker. But occasionally he's put him out the left, so he's more like a winger. So it's yeah. something to keep an eye on if he gets if he's nails a wing position. It's less chance of the turns, I think, because he's obviously ideally through the middle behind a striker, the way you're used to having boy. There you go. Actual praise boy. I thought he looked quite well against us. <laughs> Next fixture then Livingston nil, Dundee two. Um, for Dundee, it was a Shaughnessy brace and assist came from Silla and Portales. Uh, Livingston got a red card. It was Montano that was sent off. Wasn't till the 70th minute though, so um, still praise for Dundee there. Probably the most noticeable thing in the game um, for fantasy owners would be the fact that Bakayoko was benched. Um, it's a possible concern. I don't know what you guys' thoughts are, if it was tactical, if, if there's been reports of a knock that have maybe missed. Um, other than that, Luke McCowan, three shots on target, but he's done little since the opening game weeks of the season. Uh, at one point, I think he was like the second highest scorer in mid, but he's not really produced anything since then. Um, but there's, there's some stats there. Perhaps want to keep an eye on Bakayoko. Obviously, was subbed on uh, during the game. He managed to get a couple of shots on target, and even had a goal ruled off by VAR. So um, he he came on at half time. So I, if I was a Bakayoko owner, I'd probably be sticking with him for the time being. Obviously, Shaughnessy two goals to add to his one assist. Uh, he's two point nine million. Um, previously on the pod, we've championed Owen Beck as a cheap route into the Dundee. Um, defence and he is quite attacking as well. His price has, has risen and he's only 0.1 cheaper now. Um, he does just have one assist and no goal so perhaps Shaughnessy could be the, the Dundee defender of choice. Um, in terms of looking at Livingston, uh, nothing for, for Kelly this week. Um, he's probably the only Livy player that I'd, I'd hold just now. Uh, as a team, they, they didn't have any shots on target and Usually at home to Dundee, you'd expect a lot more than that. So, again, as I mentioned, the red wasn't until the 70th minute, so they still had 70 minutes to, to try and do something there. But um, apart from Kelly, I think they're probably in the, the, the avoid category for me. But Kelly is given his price as, as, as a great enabler option. Donny, you obviously presented yeah. Kelly with us a few weeks ago. I did indeed. And, uh, you know, all latecomers to the Sean Kelly train missed out. Um, sorry about that, but you should have been on him a few weeks ago. Um, at the price, as you say, you just got to keep him in there. He'll he'll hit or miss. You know, week in week out, you just got to take your chances. But uh, it was a good win for Dundee. It was only their second win of the season, but despite that, they're up to fifth in the table, which shows you how inconsistent all the other teams are. Uh, Bakayoko came on at half time as you say the goal chopped off and, and certainly Dundee were better in the second half so whether that will you know nail him for the next game we'll just have to wait and see but it is against Rangers so I I would probably lean in against changing that I will probably change my third striker um, looking to the double game week uh, we'll talk a bit more about that later but Bakayoko is probably the one who's most at risk there I did see one team with Shaughnessy in it so well done for, for that one um, there was not much else. Uh, I know people have got Dundee defence um, from the, the double game weeks that turned out to be a single game week. So they've held on to those well done. Um, but again, they've got Rangers next, so hopefully it's not another clean sheet off the back of that. Uh, Fixture-wise, both teams play Rangers. 
Uh, so you're just going to have to watch out. I think defensively, you could go either team for your cheap options, uh, but you will hit and miss. You know, it's just going to be pot luck. Um, Peter, I think you've maybe got Dundee defense with your with your wild cards. This is something you'll need to, to monitor over the next few weeks. But game wise, it was just a miss from a fantasy point of view. So not much else I can say. Mm-hmm. In the blank, they do that at home to Livingston, who they've, they've beat there. So perhaps a hold. What you? What's your thoughts, Peter? Yeah, I'm just going to hold. It was really cheap. Uh, I say right now. I think Dundee slowly and quietly looked better every game week. I think they played against us a couple weeks ago against Celtic, sorry. Uh, I thought they set up really, really well. So I'll be interested to see how they play against Rangers. Still expecting us to win. But I'd like to see how they still keep it up going defensively going forward. Beck's a good option, I think. I'm just keep Paul as my cheap defender. Kelly for Livingston. I don't really see any other player I want there right yet. Maybe Penrice at that point, but I've actually moved Penrice too. Beck. And for Bakayaro situation, I was reading it online that the Dundee fans were kind of surprised he was dropped. And then they were glad when he came back back on because I think he's got quite a big unit as well. So the game kind of changed a bit. He was obviously a better player. So there might be some better third option strikers coming up. We'll discuss that later. But I think for myself, I'll keep him right now. There's no reason to change him. I mean, especially when a couple of injury concerns you mentioned already. You mentioned Tati. I had Rask in my team. He was injured. And Ndaba, I believe, out again for two weeks. So I brought in a suit. So there's other fires to put out first before I would get to the back of Yako situation. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, next fixture then we have St Mirren 4, St Johnston 0 uh, I'd probably say St Johnston are still in a void for the time being uh, in terms of St Mirren it was Bacchus that scored with an assist from Kilty Mandron scored the second and third with an assist from Olusanya and then Kilty got the fourth uh, one goal and one assist for Kilty now um, I'm thinking he's probably the, the new O'Hara He's not really done much since he came back from injury. Um, they're both the same price at four point one million. Um, Kelly's got on forty-two points now versus O'Hara's twenty-seven, and he does play a lot more advanced. Obviously, doesn't have the penalties, um, but Saint Mirren aren't really getting many of those just now. Um, Mandron obviously got a brace. He's only three point eight million. Um, perhaps a new cheap striker option. Um, he had one goal and one assist prior and managed three shots on target this game. Uh, he does face Celtic next, so it gives you a bit of breathing space before you've got to consider whether you're going to get him in or not, perhaps. Um, and St Mirren do have a double game week in game week 12, which is Livingston at home and County away, which looks pretty good. Um, I, I don't think I've got any St Mirren players, so I'll probably have to start shifting those guys in. Um, Peter, what's your thoughts on the game? And Are you planning ahead for St Mirren assets? Uh, St Johnson straight away first of all was a complete avoid so they've sacked a manager so wait to see who they get in depending on who they get in I've heard rumours that so Martindale's linked so if he can work if he gets a job he can work his magic there that would be interesting for the tail end of the season but until that's kind of set in stone no point I've heard Neil Lennon's linked as well but these are guys who <laughs> probably come in and I know Tom laughs at Neil Lennon he probably come in <laughs> maybe get someone out the players that are there but again it's a wait and see St Martin I have no St Martin assets and it's probably something I've overlooked for quite a while they do Look really good. Uh, the double game week, I think, is it St. Martin and Motherwell the double game week? Is that the two teams? Have I, it's just Motherwell and Ross County. Is it? I thought the no. game was suspended, Tom. That's why I thought it was not. Yeah. It's just Motherwell that played twice. 
I'm looking at sort of sticker here. So Motherwell play twice in game week 12, and then St Mirren and Ross County play twice in game week 14. Yeah, so four, so fourteen, so we've got a couple of weeks for that one. Yeah, that's right enough. You said game week twelve. You said that was twelve, all. Tom. That's when you threw us off. I thought I was getting mixed up. There. <laughs> yeah. I thought game week fourteen. No. Well, I'll answer your question. Yes, we're looking yeah. at game week fourteen for them, but as it stands now, well, I'm monitoring who was the players I liked. So the striker you mentioned, but with that, he's playing Celtic next, so it's something you can kind of cool off on and wait unless it goes not against Celtic. We've got a question on Kilty later, so I don't really want to get into the Kilty thing. We'll talk about that because I think that's on actually the question was in before I watched the highlights, so I, I did take more note of that. Something we'll talk about. And I think you can be sound with the two, the fullbacks, stands on a strain if you can go there. I think they will return more often than not if they're going to keep clean sheets like this. I think Stray missed this game for suspension still, didn't he? So it was just yeah. that played, so he were back. Uh, apart from that, it's the usual suspects and a voice at Johnson to find out who takes charge and what he can do with the squad. Mm-hmm. Tony? Yeah, so it was a solid win for St Mirren. Um, they're consolidating that third place in the league. And to be fair, you can't really blame them. They've had some good results this season. From a fantasy point of view, it was all a bit of a mess um, with the scorers and the assists. So um, it was just unfortunate. I've got Hemming in the goal, so I managed to get a clean sheet there. So I was quite happy with that. Um, fixtures... I mean, St Johnston do have a good run of fixtures. If the new manager can come in and at least steady them at the back, um, they might have a hope. They've got Kilmarnock, Mother and Ross County. Um, so, again, if you're wanting a punt, that, that might be the way to go. Uh, St Mirren play Celtic. They'll be hoping to catch them, uh, misfiring um, in the same way that Hibbs done. Uh, but for me, O'Hara, a fullback or the keeper, I think it's the same names that we just uh, talk about each week for St Mirren. Up front, I don't really, you know, Mandron got uh, a lot of points this game. I need to see a bit more from him before I can maybe look at him as an option. Um, maybe if they do play twice in 14, that's one that we can potentially uh, stick a pin in. But no, good win for St Mirren. Hopefully they keep the form going uh, midweek. Um, next fixture then, we have Motherwell 3, Ross County 3. Um, for Motherwell, it was Beareth with the penalty, Connor Wilkinson with the second with an assist from Beareth, and Luca Ross got the third with an assist from Dan Casey. For Ross County, Brophy scored the first goal with an assist from Kyle Turner, Simon Murray with the second with an assist from Harmon, and Loturi got the third. Um, Stats-wise in this game, no p- player particularly stood out. Um, Spittle has been quite quiet recently. Uh, I think I got rid of him a while ago, but just never really been felt compelled to, to get him back in. Um, Bareth, um he's only played two game weeks, but he seems to be a um, likes a haul anyway. Uh, he's only four point two million um, striker. Um, in two games, he's managed two goals and two assists, five bonus points, um, which translates to twelve points in game week two and thirteen points in game week ten. So if he can stay fit. Um, he might be a gem of a third striker. Uh, he's at home to Aberdeen this game week. Um, we're coming to that, but Kelly did well against Aberdeen. Um, and they do have the double game week in 12, which is Kilmanic and St. Johnston away. Uh, Dan Casey got an attack in return. However, Motherwell seemed to be struggling for, for clean sheets. And I feel there's perhaps better options available elsewhere um, in defence. But Donny, what's your thoughts on this? And are you going to target Motherwell for the double? 
Yeah, I started that um, this weekend. I took in Casey. Um, I had an Aberdeen defender that was out injured, so I just took a punt. Um, and fortunately for me, despite conceding three goals, he did get an assist. So uh, I landed quite lucky with that one. Beareth will get mentioned a lot, um, I imagine, on this podcast. But he is coming back from injury and they do play again on Wednesday. So, you know, whether he plays that, then the, the back-to-back fixtures we're just going to have to watch out for. But um, he's certainly the, the third striker target for the next couple of weeks. Um, again, the Ross County defensive owners you know, rewarded last week with a clean sheet, but punished um, this week with the, the three goals against. And, and Peter, uh, no more so than having laid law conceding the penalty, but uh, you know he's still going to have value. Uh, week in, week out. It certainly saves a lot um, during some of these games. So, um, Just unfortunate it didn't work out. I guess the main points from a 3-3 game, Spittle returned very little, um, so it's worth keeping that in mind. Danda, who I know a, people, a lot of people have got a soft spot for, he was hooked at half-time, and then Ross County went on to score three in the second half, so you might want to take that into consideration. Uh, Beareth uh, took penalty, which I not sure we've seen yet for Motherwell or we have. I don't remember who it was, but him being on pens is always going to be a good one. Uh, fixture wise, Ross County, Hibs, Celtics, and Johnston. So there's a bit of a mixed bag there. Motherwell, Aberdeen, then a double Achilles and Johnston for facing Hearts. So for me, Motherwell is the team that we're going to eye up um, over this next week. Um, and Beareth maybe be the, the main man of the weekend. Um, that we can all invest in, but good end to end game. Um, Motherwell just nicking the draw at the the very last minute. Mm-hmm. Peter, anything to add there? Yep, it was a good game. Like highlights looked quite good. Uh, Ross County did their usual spreading the points out amongst different players all the time. There's nobody really you can kind of hang your hat on. Like Donny mentioned, Laidlaw, I think he's just a set and forget keeper now because I'm 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 quite. Sure, at the end of the season, we'll check the top four or five goalkeepers and they'll be in there because, as he says, the save points he pulls off the odd clean sheet here and there, and it was relatively cheap. Motherwell, Donnie mentioned Beareth, he's on loan. Is it Arsenal he's on loan from? Is that right? Oh, I don't know. I think it's Arsenal, but I think he's up here, obviously, with, uh, I wouldn't say what guaranteed, but the promise is some game time. He did look widely in his minutes. It was a kind of marquee sign when they brought him in. Obviously, injury struck. As Donnie said, three games in a week, probably too much. He was getting managed, so... I'll probably take the idea of watching this week and if he does anything, might bring him at the weekend. And I know Spittle's been quiet, but I think I'm about a fixture head. You get two game weeks coming up double. I think I'll be taking the punt on Spittle coming up. And it's two point if he hits two points, four points, it's just a risky take sometimes. Yeah. They have a bit of wobble Motherwell recently, but I think the comeback kind of showed they've still got a mentality still there, so I think the decision made easier for me because obviously Raskin's out. If the Raskin was fit, I might have not made the move this week, but I need to replace somebody and I think Spittle kind of stands out for me, but I'll get more aggregated transfers. Mm-hmm. Um, next fixture then, we've got Kilmarnock 2, Aberdeen 0. Uh, it was Vassell that got the opener with an assist from Armstrong and Marley Watkins got the second. Uh, Armstrong ticking along nicely just now. Uh, he also hit the woodwork in this fixture, so it could have been a bigger haul. Uh, I think him and O'Reilly are probably the um, must-haves in midfield, in my opinion. Um, O'Reilly is 36.7% owned, but Armstrong only 19.2%, which I was surprised at. Um, Vassell, obviously, hitting form as well. Um, 4.9 million striker. That's four goals he's got. Um, 
he doesn't have any doubles on the horizon, but he does face St. Johnston next, so that might compel some people to bring him in. And Daba not in the squad. I think he's got a swollen calf or something like that. So it looks like he's going to be out maybe for the next couple of weeks. Um, I think I'll probably be moving on him anyway. Um, Matty Kennedy stood in. Uh, he managed three shots on target, but with no goals and no assists this season, I, I don't think he's uh, an option to consider. Uh, in terms of Aberdeen, uh, Mayovsky got Aberdeen's only shot on target in this game. Um, another team with a European hangover. They almost beat um, POK, the Greek side, 2-0, but then obviously crumbled and lost 3-2, but it was a hard-fought game. Um, I felt like they were hitting some league form, but I don't know, I'm not so convinced now. Perhaps the um, the busy schedule starting to, to get to them. Um, but I'll be interested to hear what your thoughts are. Um, Peter, what do you reckon? Kilmarnock uh, first, the Derek McInnes derby. I thought Kilmarnock were very worth the value of their result. I think Armstrong, every time I watch my highlights, when I didn't own him, I was always worried because every time he popped up on that video print, it was always a go Armstrong or assist Armstrong. I'm happy he's my team. I think you mentioned there, Tom. I think he's giving my team. I can't see him coming out. He's everywhere. He's very talismanic. He's set pieces, free kicks, pens. He's always always at the back post as well for cross coming in. I think he's just a great wee player. Uh, oh, the Ndaba situation, McKinney said, a couple of, couple of games. So, what's a couple of games? Could it be this midweek and the weekend he's back in? Don't know. He is an attacking fullback. So, I've got other fires about first. So, hopefully, get more news between now and the end of next week. And then, if not, we need to move on to then. With Aberdeen, yep, they don't look very good. Uh, I think the, the knives are out and Robson already. I know he led him to the cup, but. To rebuild the defence, but they don't look like they have identity. I know they were up for their game of the season, Donny, like to mention when they play Rangers. But since that, they're, they're all over the place, you can't even rely on Mayowski. And Duke, after having such a great season last season, has fell mm-hmm. off a cliff. I don't know what's happened to him. I don't know if maybe he was thinking he was getting his move and toys out the pram or not. I don't know. But they just do not look like the same team they weren't there at the end of last season. And it's probably them in the void category for me. And they're still playing Europe, like you said, Tom. So they're playing every second midweek game. They don't get a weekend off because they've got the cup as well. So it's, I wouldn't be touching them right now until an upcoming form or until they're at Europe or until they change manager, whatever comes first. And come on, like, I think you can Armstrong. I am not really sold on the striking options. I think the hit and miss, there's probably better value at the cheaper there at the same time. And the only defender I was interested in was in Daba because he was so cheap. He's now he's twice injuries this season. So if this is going to be a recurring thing and he keeps on picking up injuries, then he could be wanting to move on as well. Potentially for a Hibs defender, as you may still on, the defence has tightened up. Mm-hmm. Donny, what's your thoughts? Yeah, Saberdeen, I think, are a team that are heading towards inevitable manager change. Robson was coming out, taking the blame for everything. But as you say, the, the, the mood in Aberdeen is very much that the, the time is up. Um, they've got Motherwell tomorrow. You know, they don't get anything out of that. They've got a cup semi-final, lose that. They've got Celtic in the next game. They they might want to make a change before then. Uh, they could do a lot worse than the Kilmarnock manager himself, but um, that's for another time. Um, from the game, I mean, yeah, to see Armstrong getting returns is good. It's somebody I've backed um, since they did my wild card uh, week four. So he's just a mainstay. He'll get returns. He takes corners, free kicks, penalties. He's involved in a lot of the um, play for, for them. I 
probably ditto what Tom said about Vassell. I put him in my expert tips this week because you know, when you're on form and you're playing St. Johnson in your next game, then you know you should be able to back yourself there. I suspect that Beerus will probably get the nod just because he's got that extra game um, to take the opportunity. But for Aberdeen, they the blank and then have Celtic. It's an avoid. Kilmarnock, I wouldn't go wild. We always say this when they get a good result, but I wouldn't go wild. Uh, if you want a cheap defender, go for it or Vassal, but I wouldn't double, I wouldn't triple up, sorry. Um, you want to spread your assets, but certainly Armstrong should be a mainstay of, of everyone's team. So, no, good well for Kilmarnock and a terrible week finishing it off for Aberdeen. Yep. Um, final fixture then, we've got Rangers 2, Hearts 1. Um, for Hearts, it was Shankland that scored with an assist from Cochran. Uh, Tav missed a penalty, then scored a penalty, uh, and then Danilo got the, the winner with an assist from Tav. Um, so it was uh, zero to hero for Tav, um, and that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> Raskin was obviously <laughs> stretched off, um, and he's had some recent form, so I'm not too sure where the, the, the prospect is within the, the Rangers midfield. Um, obviously it was um, Cantwell towards the end of last season he won the penalty but we've not seen that much from him um, stats wise Lundstrom managed six shots I don't know if he's going to be perhaps the new flavour of the week there um, there's not really any Rangers midfielders I'm getting excited about but I'm looking forward I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'd to hear what, what Donnie's got to say. 
Um, they do blank and the uh, game week 12. Um, I've got Sima. I'll probably end up getting rid of him. Um, there's a lot of strikers that are, are hitting form just now and I can't afford to have a, another non-playing slot since I've only got two playing defenders these days. Um, for Hearts, um, almost another clean sheet to add to the add to their tally. Um, the goals came in the 90th and 93rd minute. Um, Cochrane provided the assist and he's quite cheap at 2.8 million. I seem to remember Hart's defenders being a bit more expensive, but I think he was injured, so perhaps his price has dropped. Um, he's only played three games this season, no clean sheets. I don't know if that's a, a telling sign. But, uh, uh, Donny, what's, what's the low down on, on the Rangers? Well, it was a game that nearly ruined my weekend. Uh, seeing your rivals drop points and then losing an early goal uh, was a bit of a nightmare. But... Um, the thought of coming on here and talking about another defeat was not appealing in the slightest. But as the saying goes, if you missed your first penalty, you'll always get a chance for your second. So that was always good to see. But uh, I do joke, there's still one less penalty than Celtic this season. So I uh, can't really argue with that. I think anyone that remained patient or loyal to Shankland uh, certainly rewarded um, two goals in two games. Uh, I thought it was a really good goal. There's not much you can do. He just got the the jump ahead of the defender and, and put it the only place that couldn't keeper couldn't get a hand of it. So at the moment, there's still a lot of injuries. There's still a bit of a makeshift team, but it certainly is a game that we wouldn't have got anything out of uh, under previous management. So that is a, a big tick as far as I'm concerned. I think you've just got to stick with players that are getting the game time at the moment. So Tavernier, same after me at the moment. Campbell's coming back from injury, but it's certainly getting the starts of the game. I think Danilo, when he starts getting the starts, I think that's an option as well. Uh, he likes a Lundstrom. He's not a player that will really provide too much in the points, but if he's having shots on targets and making passes, then you do get your returns that way as well. So just have to wait and see. Certainly in the games that they have played, uh, obviously demolished Hebs got a good result away in Europe um, and this as I say a win that we would never have got um, under previous management so that's all positive things um, as I say both teams blank in game week 12 so we wouldn't be rushing out um, to add if you think Shankland is at the start of something then that might be one to watch um, but you know, must have been a sickener for the Hearts fans. They've got the Cup semi-final uh, this weekend. And ultimately, it was a good win. And I managed to enjoy my tea on Sunday, uh, knowing that we could talk about it uh, today. So, no, happy for me. A good performance. Close the gap. What more can you ask for? Yep. Peter, what's your thoughts? Hey, Shackland could be heating up what Donny said. I think that's one to watch. He is pricey. We do blank. So, I mean, obviously, people have held him. I can probably create a lot of people may have took him out before he played Celtic Rangers and then he's returned them both games, but that's just the luck. He is a good striker. If, I think, me personally, you know my agenda with Hearts, I think it's the managers kind of holding them back. I think a better coach would probably get more out of them. And when he's, he's dubbed Stevie Knee Idea on Twitter with a Hearts fan rather than May Smith. So I quite like that one. It's childish as it is. I like that because it's so simple. Uh, Rangers with Avenue. I mean, you know, of Rangers sport and friends and work, and they, even though they won, they were still not convinced by these players. I think a lot of players want to get to January and revamp my squad. I think Tavernier threw 70 crosses into the box. Eventually, one of them's going to hit a target. I think that's the way Swanee described it to me. Uh, 
Don't miss midfield. I don't think there's a midfielder that stands out who wants to step in. Campbell's not fully fit yet, so he's not flying and he's not in that position where you think is he playing behind the striker yet? I want to see more. We're going to get more also the game team coming. And if he has nailed that number 10 kind of slot, more attacking, then I think Campbell could back to him, no problem. A bit annoyed when I asked him to do an injured because obviously I'd jumped to him. That was a nice one. As Tony said he would tick over nicely throughout the season. Got his first goal last week. I think he'd have been easily sitting in there. But Seema for me, Tavernier for me, and I'll have to wait and see how they pan out because you'll play in the, this midweek, then it's a cup, and then yeah. it's Europe before the next game yeah. week, Rangers. Right, so there's three games that are, you can watch and see Clement's getting more his position. I know the injuries are hampering him, but the players are all fit. You'd like to see who's playing, and Mai's strongly on Catwell if he plays in that role. Yep. So uh, just round things off with the the top 10. Obviously, Shaughnessy comes in at number one, a defender with a brace uh, with 21 points. Mandron comes in at second with 16. Kilty with 13, as does Beareth. Tav also got 13. Uh, Portales, the Dundee defender, uh, also got uh, got 12, sorry. Uh, Lewis Miller with 11 that we mentioned. Simon Murray at Ross County got 11. Vassell, 10. And Shankland, 9, um, which gives us no goalkeepers Four defenders, just one midfielder, and five forwards making up the the top ten this week. Um, what's your guys' thoughts on that, Peter? Minus Tavernier, you have a very random bunch of names. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you caught some of that, well done, but uh, not for me. Tav is it reflected in the scores, I guess. Hmm. Right, okay. Right, Donny, you have a dive for this week, so you take it away. I do indeed. So I've been on holiday uh, this last week and my rule is that I never go back on a Monday. So I always take the Monday off after my holidays. You know, who wants to go back on a Monday? So today is my first day back at work. So I had to decide whether to ditch the dive and get caught up in a week's worth work of work or look into something that would help the fantasy football community. So here we go. This week's dive is on game week 12. <laughs> uh, just a disclaimer there, I am very good at my job and in no way compromise my workload to prioritise fantasy <laughs> football <laughs> podcast. Okay? So, depending on when you listen to this, Game Week 11 might already be underway, so I'll help you all with Game Week 12, which throws up a unique blank and double Game Week for us all to consider. So, first of all, the reason for the blank is we've got the League Cup semi-finals this weekend featuring Rangers, Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen, not Celtic. Uh, however, only three of these teams blank, so we'll get these game weeks back at a future date. There's nothing, I think there's one week in December, but apart from that, it likely, looks likely to be into January, February time. So the blank teams are Aberdeen, Hearts and Rangers. So from a fantasy point of view, you don't want to be adding in any of these players uh, to your team because obviously they're not going to play in game week 12 so if you're going to hold on to your Rangers assets for example you'll need to make sure you've got a good bench so obviously your full squad's going to be utilised uh, for me I'm only carrying two Rangers players no Aberdeen players and no Hearts so I'll manage to get through this okay if you've got any more than three players across these teams then you're going to be in trouble because you'll use your bench and maybe got a non-playing player you're going to struggle to get a full team out. So just be mindful of that. So the double game week only applies to Motherwell, um, who play Kilmarnock and St. Johnston both away 
After that, they then have Hearts and Celtic. So if you're going to load up on one of the world players, just be mindful that those last two games, Hearts and Celtic, might be a bit trickier for them. If you can get to the triple uh, without taking hits, then I think there is value there. Um, the usual names are going to come up in conversation. A motherwell defender, Spittle, Beerus, is probably going to be your, your trio there. If I was pushed to just decide on two, I would probably just go with Spittle and Beerus. Um, you know, you can lose goals for any team in Scotland. So, you know, up front and midfield will probably get you better returns. I took a motherwell defender in uh, last week, so I do have space. Um, to make it uh, three this weekend. Now I can do that by either rolling tonight or um, making one change tonight and one on Saturday. The other fixtures in that game week, um, we've got Celtic play Ross County, so you'd expect an easy win for Celtic. Dundee at home to Livingston, which is a repeat of the fixture they've just played. Hibs are away to St Mirren. Kilmarnock play Motherwell and St Johnston play Motherwell, so that's obviously two Motherwell games there. So just to summarise, don't add Rangers, Aberdeen or Hearts into your team at this moment. Wait until the game week's finished um, and then see where you are. If you've got more than three players from these teams, then look to change that out. Otherwise, you will lose. Um, Make sure you've got a full bench. Don't go selling your Rangers players because you're probably going to want them in the following week. Um, Make sure your bench is strong and target mother will. Any future double game weeks and blanks, we will just see as and when. Tom touched on the, the St. Mirren one in game week 14, so I'll um, look ahead when the, when the time comes there. So I've already started planning for the double. Guys, are you looking to triple up on Motherwell, Tom? No, I don't think I'll be tripling up. I think if, if Beareth um, gets through the Aberdeen game and looks good, um, I'll probably be ditching Seema for, for him. Um I've got Tav as well, which I'll just keep a hold of. And I've also got um, Clark and goals. So that's my, my two. Um, I'll probably actually have to stick with Clark. And hopefully by that point, I'll be able to bench Tav for a, a player that's going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'll probably just be Beareth for me. Okay. Um, and just try and juggle that position about, I think. Okay. Peter, are you going to have more than one Motherwell player on your team? Yes, I've got three Rangers right now, no Hearts, no Aberdeen, so Raskin's one of the players, so I've already alluded to, probably moved to Spittle this week, and like Dom, eh, Tom, Dom is a mixture of Dom, so it's Don and Tom together there, but Tom mentioned if he gets through the game against Aberdeen, then I think Beerif probably for Seema, just for that game week, and that gives me the two, and on the back end of that, you mentioned St Mirren game week 14, Motherwell fixtures change, I would just be changing off probably. Motherwell midfielder in here. Yeah. midfielder, maybe a Smith defender for that game week. This gang is it's two transfers in between, so it's probably quite easy just to move into it and move back out of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's uh that's uh, game week twelve. As I say, there's blanks and a double for Motherwell. Plan ahead for it and, and see how you get on. I imagine we'll probably see Motherwell. <laughs> blanking or, or mm. losing both games mm. after all of this build up but uh, that's the joy of fantasy football for you all so game week 12 this weekend uh, into the middle of next week um, it'll probably still be on by the time we chat this time next week so we'll get an idea of where they're at and see if these changes um, worked or not okay right, good well done 
Right, we'll move to fixtures. No, sorry, we'll move to fixtures. We'll move to questions. I dropped my head on myself here. So, first question is from FPL Liger, our cup finalist. We can alluded to it so far in the podcast, so we'll get into the detail of the question. Kelty seems to overshadow O'Hara, who hasn't had the same output since injury. Is Kelty a better option? And I'll go quick with first because I watched the game and how it did look like he was playing more forward. Maybe that was just a purple patch. But for me, until I see more, maybe another couple of game weeks, O'Hara's on penalties and that just is a clincher for me. But I wouldn't be against it. And if you have jumped to Kelty, I think like I've asked this question before about Kelty, by the way, if they'd jumped on Kelty a couple weeks ago, then you've, you've stolen match with everybody else. But for me, I'm still probably on the whole in the O'Hara camp for the double game week. What's your thoughts, Tony? Yeah, I mean, it's personal preference. If you've got Kilty and you've got those points, hold on to them. If you've got O'Hara and you've maybe missed out the last couple of weeks, I wouldn't make the change from O'Hara to Kilty. Mm-hmm. Um, because he takes penalties, that's enough for me. If they double in game week 14, I'm happy to keep O'Hara. Um, but for consistency, O'Hara just edges it. I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't double something in midfield. I wouldn't change O'Hara for Kilty. I would only bring Kilty in. Or if I already had him, I would just stick with him. So it maybe is a better option, but I think over the long term, O'Hara edges it. Tom, thoughts, Kelly or O'Hara? Um, I'm going to be controversial and go with the opposite here. Though <laughs> if I did have O'Hara, I probably wouldn't sell him. I think it's, I don't know, you're probably going to be wanting to do more with your team than just go from O'Hara to Kelly. Um, but I, I don't know. I think Kelly was a key asset in. At least one of the previous seasons when he played at Kilmarnock, he, mm-hmm. he did well there. Um, so he's proved that he can do it before. I don't know if O'Hara is starting to become just a, a one trick pony, it's just the penalties that seem to be the attractive uh, aspect there. Whereas Kilty does offer a bit more, um, attacking wise, more advanced, and he's he seems to be getting results now, as, as we see, um, based on the um, their scores for the season. I think Kilty's now 15, 16 points ahead. So I prefer Kilty in this situation if you don't have any St. Mirren and you're going to start building towards that double game week. Yeah, they're both good options. I think it's a dirty preference, like you said. I mean, probably oh. if I was on a wild card, I probably would have jumped to Kilty because he's played well and they'll try to kind of find the form players. But it's one to watch, see the watch the highlights, see if you can see how the team sets up and see who's playing further forward because, as Tom mentioned, if he's playing a more attacking role, then... It's not like you get penalties all the time. But you also run that risk of the week where come up, you'll sit down and get a penalty or two or two in the trot and then you're, you're behind eight balls in the cup. Next up is improving Scottish football. Do you think it's best to pair my captain Kyogo or Tav or keep rotating between them? And I'll let you go first, Tony. Uh, you don't need to rotate, but this is just a reminder for, for everyone. When you def- when you vice captain a defender, you only secure the clean sheet points as a bonus. Uh, if they score, you get nothing extra. Whereas with a forward, if you vice captain them, you get the goal bonus, and that's uncapped. So if they score two, three, or four goals, you'll get that bonus for for each goal. So for a defender as a captain, you'll get double points on goals, assists, clean sheets. Whereas for a striker, you're going to get double points on the goals if you vice captain them. So you're only going to miss out on bonus points really um, on that one. So for me, I think it's going to be standard for the rest of the season is to captain Tav and vice captain Kyogo. Don't try and chop and change. If you keep that, you're going to get the best out of both players. You're going to get the goals, returns, 
from Tav, the goals returns from Kyogo and the bonus points for Tav because if he scores, you're going to get bonuses. So that's the best way to play it as far as I'm concerned. Yep. It's just it's the player out of position. Tavernier's an attacking fullback. He's a penalty taker. So he's more roots into points. And he plays for Rangers. He's going to get more defensive points and more penalties because it's Rangers. But <laughs> so it's just to me that this use mate, it just makes sense. He's got more roots to points and you get a double the points. Obviously Kyogo doesn't get more roots to points. He's only got the goals and he's going for Celtic for goals so unless something changes unless formation changes or injuries and it's just it's straightforward you just go for it we've tried to be a couple of times this year and come off it and it's backfired I think it happened to all three a couple weeks ago we could backfire yeah. with Tav so it's just set and forget both of them until something else changes or unless a striker gets hot like Van Dien last year and he's got a nice run of fixtures but I'll be still be saying the same as Donny Kyogo face Tav captain same Thomas yeah, I don't understand why you would rotate. Well, yeah. maybe, 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 maybe he takes it home factors. Maybe he's trying to think that. Yeah. But just, just just because Tab has so many avenues into getting points and Kyogo, he doesn't really even assist that much. He just kind of, it's either goals or nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, I don't, I don't know if Kyogo would be perma vice. I think that if, if you're maybe wanting to try and make ground and there's players, certain players hitting form, Kyogo's perhaps maybe not in the best form. Um, if you think a player is going to do well, then I think there is merit in maybe looking at other vice captain options and maybe try to take some chances here and there. Um, but I, in terms of the permanent captain, it's probably going to be on Tav, isn't it? Yeah, I'm still surprised he's only seventy percent owned in the game. I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> that when we people are brave. Right, next up is Gavin. What's the numbers after his name? I have planned to get Beerathin as soon as he's fit for who to sell. Kyogo or Shankland, Tom? Um, I'd be interested to hear what his, <laughs> interested to hear who his third striker option is. Um, probably Shankland, really. Um, I'd, maybe, I'd maybe hold Shankland for the, the Livingston at home game and then get rid going into game week 12 rather than do it this game week. Um, that's probably the route I'd go down. He has scored in this game. Week he has scored against Rangers, but um, given his price and given his lack of consistency this season and the fact that there's lots of cheaper strikers surpassing what he's providing and much cheaper than I'd be, I'd be getting rid of Shankland. Those are the only two options he's providing. Same question, Donny? Just because Shankland blanks, then that's going to make it easier. Uh, he's probably more informed than Kyogo, unfortunately, but um, the blank... I think is the, is the main reason why you sell it. To me, unless Kyogo gets injured, I can't see myself dropping him. Uh, I know things have gone quiet at the moment, but he can explode at any time. Um, so I would keep Kyogo and sell Shankland um, if you have to. Yep, I agree. I would just be Shankland and the blank just compounds it even more. Right, next question is from APL Showroom. Who do we need to target for the blank in game week 12? I think we've kind of covered this quite often with Donny Dunny's dive. Motherwell, yep. probably. And we mentioned the names. Beareth, if he's fit. Uh, a defender, you might go down that route. Spittle or another midfield, you might be cute. But I think we covered that, so I don't have anything else to add there. And next up is from FPL Kenobi. So, first season playing Fantasy Football Scotland. Played the FPL for 20 odd years. Interested to how the blanks and potential doubles usually play out in the Scottish game. Where is your optimal times to look at chips, etc.? 
Liking option holding both wild cards if I can or want to. So don't you know this kind of man for this stuff like this. So you made the main stick the pod a wee bit. There's no more spaces for the blanks to come in already. Yeah. So there's many teams there's three three teams, that right? Three teams have got, got a game in hand now. So they will play probably unless they announced there's one game week you said. If not, it'll be next year. It's a game week in December, but December is really chock a block. Don't see them doing that. You've also got weather um, in December as well. Can't be great. So these games will probably come about next uh, next year sometime. Uh, you, you get plenty. You tend to get plenty of notice uh, on them. Uh, so he's asking for how to play chips. The good thing about the Scottish game is that you can just play all your chips at once if you wanted to. Um, so you can wild card, you can bench boost, and you can triple captain all in the same week if that suits you. Um, wild card is a personal preference. You know, Tom likes to hold on his, whereas I played mine in game week four, and Peter obviously just played his with, with great success. So it's just how how your team's doing. Um, in terms of double game weeks, as a rule of thumb, you're generally looking for a, a game week that's got Rangers playing twice or Celtic playing twice or the combo where they both play twice, um, and then making your hits there. You know, if you can get triple captain tab in a double game week, you know, you can certainly explode. So that's what you're looking for uh, as far as that's concerned. In terms of wild card, as I say, I did it early doors to get rid of the duds. Uh, Peter, you did it. You managed to capitalise on a, a rain-affected game week, whereas Tom, you know, he's potentially nursing his team and, and losing ground. Um, which is then hard to make up because what you'll see towards the end of the season with the price changes that everyone's team looks the same. So we will give you hints and tips along the way, um, but you need to make the decision. The good thing is you get two wild cards, so if you do make one now, you've got the rest of the season uh, in which to make the other one. Um, and as I say, the chips, you can play at any time. You don't have to do anything tactical like you do down in, in the FPL. So Hopefully you're enjoying the Scottish game, uh, and I certainly do. And for me, just go with your gut, see how it takes you, and listen to us, and take our advice. You won't go too wrong. Can add to that, Tom? Yeah. I don't know about losing ground. I half my rank this week. No, no, that's good. <laughs> but uh, you just struggle. If you, don't, if you don't make big changes, you might find you know, you're just ticking one at a time, and you might be missing out on, on holes, but it's worked out for you in the past. I uh, certainly wouldn't complain from that respect. Yeah. Um, in terms of how things usually pan out, I don't know. I think targeting the doubles, it always, it's always been a letdown. I don't think there's ever been, since the game started, I don't think there's ever been that one game week where we all remember. And I we got all it got... once. Tom Roddick, 48 points. He scored. Oh, really? Last, just Angie's first season, I think. It was a triple game, a double game week in Celtic twice, and Roddick, Scored and assisted both games, and it worked for me that one season. There you go. Humble boast, humble boast. There we go. (laughs) Under normal circumstances, it doesn't normally play out that well. Um, I think last season I used the wild card in two consecutive weeks to try and target a double and then get right back out of it again without having too much cash tied up on the bench. This um, might be the same sort of approach I go down this season. But budget's so tight this this year, it's very hard to to get a playing bench. Um, there is a few sort of cheap defenders that are starting to kind of come into play a little bit, but it's still going to be quite tricky. So um, I, I would probably just go, go with go with your gut. Um, I don't think there's a hard and fast 
method like there is with FPL where everyone kind of holds on to things until like game week 32 or whatever where there's a big double and then your captain's usually the most obvious captain you can think of that plays in a double game week so probably everyone's going to captain Haaland in a double game week in FPL and everyone's going to be there disappointed um, or you know just mediocre because everybody else did it um, so I'd, I'd probably stick with double game weeks try and target a double game week um, but no, I don't think there's a hard and fast template as there is with, with FPL oh, no. you, could, you could get lucky one week and pick the right player that goes nuts I mean there will be hat tricks kicking about especially at home to the Rangers so you can maybe mm-hmm. nail the right player Ideally, you would like to think if you get enough notice for the Rangers, Hearts and Aberdeen double, if they're all playing the same game week, you could potentially use wildcard into it, triple and bench boost all in the one game week and you can maximise your points that way. If they all play the same game week, I mean, that could, then you obviously could fill up the rest of the team up with whether Celtic a good fixture that week and whoever, and you could work that way. But if Rangers could double game week, and it could... See the game we cancelled, is that a home game or a away game? I have absolutely no idea. idea. Probably an away game because we just played two home games, so, right. so most likely just, it was an away match. Because uh, I was thinking if you get two home games, having your twice at home would have been ideal, but then you've got to assume a lot of people doing the same thing as you. But there's a lot of big cards, a lot of tips been used when you go through the top 100. You can see it already. People kind of spunk to away so far. So yeah. It could I be a home I'm... game because it's, it's uh, Dundee away, blank, Livingston away. It is. Aberdeen I'm looking away. at it now. It's, it's uh, yeah. St. Johnston at home. So that would be a juicy one in a double game week if it's... That falls in two uh, home game weeks and it's in the yeah. bounce. So that's something to watch going forward that could be a one to go for. And even then, you could play something different with your vice-captain. You could you could have Campbell that week vice-captain in two games. You could have Seema if he keeps his form up. So you could be going away yeah. for the pack and it could work for you. But again, we'll keep you updated when the fixtures land. Sorty again, always update this ticker if you don't follow him yet, at Sorty Show. And... It just certainly we told him now, but then it's Donnell Mason as well. Winter in Scotland's terrible, so you could be forced into a well camp at some point if a couple of games hit bite, bite the dust and you don't have a team to put out. That's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. I think that's our last question, right? Mm-hmm. So the fixtures, and then I want the captain, base captain, and transfers. Let me look and see. So we've already managed to three teams in the pod coming up. We have got you only have going to have one. This is actually next week. I am talking nonsense. Game week 11. So tonight, one game team news early. Hibs in Ross County. And then tomorrow, we've got St. Johnson, Kilmarnock, Motherwell, Aberdeen, Hearts, Lemison, Dundee Rangers, Celtic, St. Mern. Obviously, that is followed quickly by the second game week on Saturday. And that is a blank and double. Ross County, Celtic. Again, that's the only team news you're going to get that week. Kilmarnock, Motherwell, Dundee, Lemison, St. Johnson, Motherwell, and St. Mern, Hibs. So... I know that's two sets of fixtures, but you also have a planning here at the same time. What is your captain, vice captain, and transfer plans this game week, Tom? Um, so I've only got two playing defenders: it's James Brown and Tav. Um, Stevenson doesn't play for Hibs. Uh, Tim Pax doesn't even see the Livingston bench, and uh, and Dab is out. So I probably have to make a defensive move. Wild card. Um, <laughs> no wild cards. Um, pro- I'm, I'm thinking of probably going for Obita or Lewis Miller at Hibs. Um, they play at Ross coming at home, and I, I don't know. 
I do have a couple of Ross County players, Simon Murray's. I've obviously championed him in the past, but um, if I go if I go Lewis Miller, at least there's a, a chance of uh, some attacking returns there. And I do like Hibbs um, run of fixtures going forward. As mentioned, they've just um, got rid of uh, Silicon Rangers out the way there, so they've got a nice run going forward. So might be planning ahead with that one. Um, ideally, I would probably want to be going for St Mirren, but obviously they've got Celtic this game week. And um, Motherwell, I don't really want to triple up. As Peter mentioned, the points seem to be distributed amongst the, the other players. Bareth, I don't know if he's going to be fit yet. Um, Spittle's not really been on form and they don't really keep a lot of clean sheets. So um, I'm reluctant to go down the path of Motherwell either. So it's maybe just going to be Hibbs. Captaincy, Tav. Vice-captaincy, um, I don't know, given Selick's form, I could be tempted to go away from Kyogo, but it's, it's sitting on Kyogo just now and probably will stay there. A bit risky this year, Tom. Same question you, Donny. So I might do a rare roll. I don't think I've rolled this season. Um, and then double at the weekend. I probably will triple up on Motherwell, bring in Spittle, bring in Beerus. Um, because they can easily become submitting players um, over game week 13 and 14. So I think for me, that is the way to go. Certainly for this game week, I'll captain Tav, vice-captain Kyogo. Because they don't play the weekend, I will maybe look to oh, certainly a Celtic player and a Motherwell player. I'll see how I feel. Uh, come the weekend. So yeah, you won't have Captain Tab at the weekend. You'll need to jump onto somebody else there. But I think Celtic Ross County is a is a juicy fixture, albeit away from home. I think there will be goals in that one. So I might have a Celtic double at the weekend. You can jump onto Captain Tab weekend if you want. It's just I'll move to your vice captain. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely won't. I've played this game before. Uh, right. I'm the same thing as you, Donny. Um, Spittles will win for me. I know he's patchy, but he's the one that I think. I, I, need, I would have probably rolled this week if Raskin wasn't injured. I'd have just rolled one more week yeah. and then two going into next week. But I'm better having two points and no points if I'm looking at it. So Spittle in this week. And if Bayriff's the flavour of the month, everybody's talking about him. If he comes through this game week, looks better, or looks good, then I think he'll win for the double. And as Donny mentioned, it's a game. It's just once the game makes it the, the way. I'd be moving from there to game week 14. If Biriff is playing and he's scoring, then he'll stay the third midfielder, oh, sorry, first striker, and Spittle will become O'Hara slash Kilty, and the defender at the back would become a strain, probably slash standard for game week 14. Yeah. That's the way I'm kind of... Injuries, missing that, that's the way I'm looking at it, and it's Captain Tav, vice-captain Kugler this week, and as Donnie mentioned, probably a double Celtic captain, vice-captain next week, depending on injuries again. Okay, right, that's us then. So we'll be back next week through middle of a, probably middle of a game week, but we'll cover it as it is. And that's all I've got to say. So before we go, get your plugs in, Tom. I'm at FFS underscore Scout. Donnie? I'm at FFS underscore Donnie. And I'm at Fantasy Half. So well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Uh, bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.